You have arrived at your destination. Hey, Mitch. Yes? Who's the best turtle? Listen, I know you have your little objective ga- game here and everything, but it's <laughs> yeah. Michelangelo, and it, there's no other answer. He's the second. No. Nope. Sorry. Incorrect. It's, well, it's Donnie. Mm. It will always be Donnie. You're wrong. He will always be the best turtle. This is incorrect. But that's the best thing about this show, Mitch, <laughs> is that you're always wrong in this completely <laughs> subjective game. Ah, uh, but that's what we're talking about, Mitch. We're talking TMNT Mutant Mayhem this week on Animation Destination. I like portals. Destination Podcast and Animation Celebration Podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, and I'm here with Mitch Harmon. Yo! And we're talking, for the first time as a subject on this podcast, TMNT. Have we never done a TMNT? I don't think we've done a TMNT episode, Mitch. Man, which is bizarre. Travesty. Are you sure? I'm positive. I, I'm pretty sure we did something for the, the 2012 series. Was maybe that, we did. Maybe I we, don't remember because I wanted. This is what I wanted to do for a while. I wanted to do a whole month of TMNT, and I wanted. Right. To, I wanted to cover the original. Yes. I wanted to cover the 20, 2003 one. Okay. And the twenty twelve one. Yes. And then like the movies and supplementary thing, you know, supplemental things, not the live action movies, but like the the twenty eleven movie and you know other things. True. Uh, Turtles Forever. Yeah. You know stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like now we could do Rise if you watch Rise. We could just do a whole month of all the shows. I started it. Yeah, you did, didn't I you? I did. Yeah. I've watched the first three yeah. episodes, yeah. I think. It's the best thing ever, right? No, it's I not. Know, it's not. Like, it's know, not the like. best, but it's it, it's <sighs> it's fun enough. I, I will say this. I have a hard time getting past Leo trying to be he, this jokester. He, he is completely different character. He's so that odd. That is the hardest. Not for me. I kind of went, because I like Ben Schwartz a lot, and it was just so interesting to see Leo as something different. So I was kind of in it. My hard part was Splinter. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent, dude. Which is also a hard part of this yes, movie, yes, by the way. Yes, yes. Um, but stick with it. It's a great. I'm story. still. It's listen. And I've already started the ball rolling. Yeah, it's right? rolling. All right, yeah. and it's Ninja Turtles. I and, can't stop this. No matter how hard I may try, but yeah. <laughs> I. Oh man, it's just stick with it. You will be rewarded with this show. I, I fully okay. Fully expect you'll be rewarded heavily with this. All right, so, all right. So, uh, but yeah. Yes, uh, we're not talking about Rise. No, uh, no. In fact, I've only done a Rise season one. I had Jay on for that. I think that's the only Turtle okay. show uh, episode I've done. So we will do a Turtle episode eventually. I I'm think down we'll with have it, man. To do it. I, maybe we did. I, it's 346 episodes. You got a lot under your belt. I've here. got a lot. I can't remember everything that I've. Done. I'm sure you might have had a chance of one once or twice have gone over a, a previous episode or whatever. But you know what? Some. It's fine. We'll just keep it relevant. We'll talk about new things. We have new people on. It's all good. It's true. It's true. Oh, Batman versus Team and T. There you go. See, we did talk about that. There's so Ninja Turtles. That, so that was Ninja Turtles. There's always Turtles. But that's the only thing that we've talked about that's Turtles. It's kind of here, ridiculous, in my crazy. opinion. That, I love the Ninja Turtles. Exactly. I do too and we never talk about it it's mm-hmm. so bizarre it's so travesty i'll tell you what mitch we're gonna do a whole month of ninja turtles and you're gonna be on every episode heck yeah it's, it'll be fun but for today mitch we're talking mutant mayhem which is the latest theatrical release of the turtles under the um under the nickelodeon banner mm-hmm. so, you know pretty good pretty good uh the box office has been decent uh, for this one, uh, very decent for the amount of money that went into it. So, um, but it's also now on streaming, so for people to get. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was only in theaters for like a month, something like that. It was <laughs> short lived, like, and then went immediately to streaming on digital. But um, it's not like on Paramount Plus or anything. I think it specifically is like purchasable via. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw it on Amazon. Yeah, uh, video. Yeah, for, for like twenty four bucks, or you can rent it for. 19 so nice. spend five more dollars and you can get to own it yep 
That's the good, you know, that, that's what they want to do. Those people say, well, I guess I'll just buy it anyway. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but yeah, we'll get into that, Mitch. But first, mm-hmm. we will get into a, uh animation recommendation, which you, my friend, have Yes, us, don't you? So, you know, in my never-ending uh, uh, love of finding new anime and just things I just... Trying to find something new, something that people haven't found before, or at least talked a whole lot about. But um, Dead Mount Death Play. It's a uh, it, the series started the anim- the manga has been going on since 2017, but the series started in April, and I think the last episode just came out a little while ago, or maybe they still have new episodes coming out. I'm not sure, but yeah. um, I don't want to give too much of it away because it's got kind of some interesting twists along the way, but. Mm-hmm. It's about this guy in this cave, and he's fighting. It's, it's the way it starts. This guy looks like a knight, mm-hmm. and he's uh, fighting this giant skeleton monster called the Corpse God. And there's magic going back and forth, all kind of, kind of crazy whiz biz. And then as he goes in for the killing blow, a magic spell happens. And all of a sudden, the guy gets transported. I don't know if it's another dimension. I don't know if it's into the future, but he gets transported into modern day Japan. Mm-hmm. And he gets transported into a, a boy's body who was just recently killed. Mm-hmm. And so to kind of it's kind of an isekai in a, in that sense that it's, you know, I think we were talking about how usually isekai is normal world to fantasy and this is right. from fantasy to real world. Right. Um but also there's still a little magic left in it because he's, you know, he recognizes that our world does have magical elements in it and he kind of plays on that, but there's a lot of yakuza, a lot of crime stuff that goes on. Uh, obviously, they're trying to figure out the like who put the hit out on this kid mm-hmm. in the first place, and there's just other things that are going on. But the guy's just trying to find his peace as well. And like I said, there's a little bit of a twist that happens in a couple of few episodes, okay. and so it's just I don't know. It was really it, so far. I'm like on episode six or seven, and there's only like twelve that are out right now. Well, maybe I'll watch it too. It's good stuff. And we just do an episode on it. I'm, I'm I, with it, man. If I enjoy it, I could be like, nope, this is. You might, but, <laughs> I, know, but the, no, I, I will tell you this much: the animation is really good, and yeah. I think it has really good. This is to me is what makes a great anime: is good comedic timing, and I think yeah. it's got really good comedic timing on it. I do love good comedic timing. It's, mm-hmm. it's always fun. So there we go. Awesome. That's an animation recommendation. Here's a second one: go watch the commercial for Marvel Snap. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. It's a really good commercial. It's, it's done really by well done. It's done by the line. Uh, the line is a studio that's done. It just basically does shorts, essentially. Well, they need uh, to get on a whole it, episode or something because they're amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think they consolidate that amount of animation just to the fact that they do shorts. So, but they have great shorts on on uh, online. They have one called Super Turbo Atomic Ninja Rabbit. That's a great one. Um, and it's like the theme song to like an '80s cartoon that never existed. Oh, that's cool. It's great. Um, everyone should watch it. Um, also, uh, they have one called Mighty Grand Piton, which is a, a mecha anime that doesn't exist that they made. Uh, <laughs> like, just really cool stuff. Honestly, and, both of those sound really good, like yeah. a good way to make a show or something. I would, yeah. like, I would watch both of those. Yeah, yeah, because like, it's, like, it's really fun stuff. I've recommended, I think, both of those on this uh, podcast before. Hmm. So there we go again. The Line doing another one. Uh, <laughs> they also did a quick intro Remember when TMNT was doing those shorts? Like when Nickelodeon just got a hold of them and they started doing like little pitch shorts after, like, yeah, it was like yeah, the 25th, yeah, yeah. It, was like, it was like the, fi- the 35th anniversary of Turtles mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they started doing those little shorts and like different, like, pitches for other shows that could be awesome. And there were some that looked really awesome that they should have done. Um, and uh, uh, the line did like one of those like really quickly too. It's like it's like okay. a really fast one. It's literally just like them running across a rooftop, and then Mikey's like trying to eat a pizza, and that's like that's it. Short, <laughs> sweet, like, but to like, the point. Short, short, sweet, to the point. Uh, but that's it for our animation recommendations, Mitch. Which means it's time for two news. Sad news this week: mm. Arlene Sorkin passing away. Very sad this week. Very sad. Uh, the original voice of Harley Quinn. The original, real voices of Harley Quinn. She's been voiced by many many actors now, mostly Tara Strong. That's yeah. what I think most people know Harley Quinn as. Especially but. modern, you know, like I would yeah. say Gen X would probably yeah. definitely know her as, as Tara Strong. But yeah. us millennials, we yeah. still, it's Arlene Sorkin. Yeah, well, uh, Arlene, so, well, I think Gen Z would know her as, not Gen X. 
Sorry. Yes, Gen Z would know her. Yeah, Z, Z, not Z. X. Zoomers would know her. Not yeah, Gen yeah, X. Yeah, but Gen X. Well, Gen X would be with us, I guess, as Arlene Sorkin. Gen X millennials would definitely know her as Arlene Sorkin. Yeah. So he's like, I never got the whole generational thing that people try to push out because, uh, like, because like they like do it by year, and it doesn't make sense to me because my parents are baby boomers. Full stop. Like, there's no, like there's they came from the greatest generation. Mm. They are baby boomers. The next generation, their children. Are Gen X. <laughs> I don't care if I was born in 84 and that technically makes me a little. I'm Gen X. <laughs> well, it's like the idea of a millennial is if you grew up in the 90s. Right. Which, but like, there's a, that's a broad range of different people. It's a broad people. range yeah. of different people. Doesn't make I sense. I don't know, man. What it's... do you consider growing up? You know, it's like we're all stupid till we're like 48 anyway. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. And even then, I think we just yeah. get good at hiding our stupidity right. at that I, age. I, I never want to think about how dumb I was a year ago. It's, oh, it's always yeah. bad. <laughs> it's like a year ago, I was an idiot. And mm-hmm. five years ago, I was a bigger idiot. So, but anyway, that's a that's a digression for another day. Uh, yeah, uh, Arlene Sorkin passing away. She was awesome. Yeah, uh, de- definitely really mainly known to our generation as Harley Quinn. Did they, so. Was there any news released on what happened? Or uh, I, she was sixty nine, I think. Uh, no, but that's not yeah, really that. I mean, it's not, not young, but it's not young, but it's not that old. I, I'm not sure what if they released like any reason for her passing, but. You know, just, uh, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, sad either way. It's sad. It is sad. Um, you know, she was designed off of her, too. So it's like mm-hmm. like Harley Quinn's look is Arlene Zorkin, so... Well, I mean, like, she, her first appearance is on the yeah. cartoon. I can imagine Paul mm-hmm. Dini was like, hey, Arlene, yeah. make a it, voice. All yeah. right, we're going to de- design it off yeah. of you. Because they were friends. Like, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's how that job... She was literally just going to be in one episode... As an as an offshoot, and like, they're like, "Joker's got a girlfriend." All right, let's keep going. And then they just started making mad. They made the Mad Love comic, and she blew up, and everybody yep. loved it. So, uh, there you go. Um, other tune news: there is a, a a Western Pokemon cartoon out on oh, YouTube. Okay, uh, called Pokemon Path to the Peak, um, and it's just it's up on. It's up on uh, their, the official Pokemon YouTube channel. Pikachu wearing a cowboy hat. No, it's it's still like that, but it's like, but it's like, um, it's like, uh, you know, a Western made, you know, not so, not when I, when I say Western, I mean non Japanese. Oh, non Japanese. I'm just imagining yes. like six yes. shooters. No, and that'd be like, great. Yeah, that'd, like that'd be Snorlax awesome. Snorlax comes. They up need to do a region that's old west. Like they need to do that. Like that'd be awesome. I would love it. That'd I, be great. Like, I would. I would totally watch that. That'd be great. Because like you know, like I don't know the, the, the regions are the whole reason people still jump in that stuff sure right? I, you know so there we go uh but yeah it's uh, it's on their official page go check it out right. um if you want just to, one episode uh just one episode so far it okay. might be two by the time this goes up so okay, okay. By the time this episode goes up probably two out there but yeah it's it's very kid oriented but you know it's about pokemon I mean, so, so it's pokemon pokemon, pokemon in general is kid oriented no, it's, it's for hardcore adults no it's not <laughs> yeah um, Ash is still 15, and he's been around since I was 15, all right? Mitch, we've got some news. Uh We've got some news, Mitch. What's the news? We reportedly Uh have a timeline for Arcane Season 2. I don't believe it. It's reportedly. Mm -hmm. That's what they say. I mean... They're just toying with us. I mean, well, it's not much of a toying. (laughs) (laughs) When you look at this timeline, it's not much of a toying. It's more like a... uh, Oh, my uh, gosh. uh, It's not... too bad. It's a ye- over a year away. Yeah, winter of 2024. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't too bad. <laughs> Just a year and a few months away. And, you know, if we weren't waiting a whole, like, two years prior to that, it wouldn't be too bad. To be, to be fair, COVID wow. definitely put a, 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 a halt on a lot of different things. And, so. and I am inclined to want to wait for this thing to be right sure. and good. Because I need to keep that. I need this show to keep up its its level. Because mm. it was at a high level when it uh, when it debuted. So, mm-hmm. and I need him to keep all that. I need it to be thematically good. I need the characters not to suck. I need like you know like you know, again. It can take a few hits in there because obviously the polish isn't going to be as amazing on something that we've seen before versus something we haven't seen before. But just the way that they do scenes in that show, how everything's shot so cinematically, everything is like a 
freaking painting. You know, it's so gorgeous to look at, and I, I want to do it all right. So Fair enough. if it takes you to winter 2024, that's fine. This also isn't even an official date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it, it could be. It could be. Could be changed. It could be changed. It could be winter of 2025 in January. We don't know. No, that could be so, an issue. I, I mean, I, I'm, I mean... I might flip freak out. <laughs> I might freak out. But again, it's going to be like December or like it, I mean, it'll be around November probably when it first came out. More than likely. Because it was about November Thanksgiving when the first season came out two years ago. Mm. Um, so maybe we'll get, you know, something something around that time frame. It would be nice. But at least they're making it. At least we're getting more. Well, it's and been confirmed. Yes. They, they, ha- they, have, they may not... We don't know for sure if it's coming out that time, but we do yes. know that they are working on it. Yes, so. we do know that it's happening. We do know we're getting it, and Riot Games has more money than God, so <laughs> they can do whatever they want at this it's point. true. And they could have crapped out a season two really quickly, and they, decide, they decided we're going mm-hmm. to work on this and make it as good as that one, and I think that's a good idea. Sure. Uh, you know, so there you go. And maybe they'll get into production on the next season quicker, too. I don't know, but, you know, like you said, like, you know, we had lockdowns. That's a thing. Yeah, everybody had to to uh, to, to to scramble to get things in there. So it, it's going to take a while, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, well, it's definitely coming, which is great. Which is all I need. That's all I need. There's I your need glimmer it. of hope. It's that's, definitely a thing that's coming. Yes, and we will have it, and I will be happy, and I will freak out uh, the moment I see it. Uh, <laughs> but that's it, Mitch, for Tune News. Do you know what that means, Mitch? What's that mean? It's time for TMNT Mutant Mayhem. Our, our discussion on the new Seth Rogen produced mm. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. And Dan uh, Hernandez and Benji Summit, uh, they all co-wrote and produced this movie. Okay. And it's good. It is. <laughs> like, I was like... I, I don't I, know anybody besides Seth Rogen. And yeah. um, Seth Rogen I know is, Evan Goldberg's his like, other guy that he that basically writes his stuff for him, basically. But you know he throws his name on there because he gets the name recognition. So like I think they both wrote Preacher and stuff like that. It's like all that stuff. Yeah, so, I mean... You know. But yeah. it's just... I don't know. I guess I was expecting... I'm not saying that Seth Rogen's horrible writer or whatever. It's just yeah. Preacher was really good. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I was not expecting a whole lot, and this movie actually has some good, some great moments. Yeah, in it, actually, yeah. It, it it does capture the feel of old school TMNT of that that nineteen eighty seven feel uh, through the nineties. Sure. Uh, even the character designs, I think, are very reminiscent of like toy designs you know they have big upper bodies in a lot of what like all especially all the other mutants yeah the, like there's more so. prominence behind their shells than their mm-hmm. muscles and like the heads yeah. are kind of big as well just like a normal turtle would be yeah um and i you know i always appreciate people that can design their characters to look different even though they're all the same like mikey's got a much wider almost watermelon shaped head mm-hmm. and yeah. whereas Rass is a little bit more kind of flat, flat. Yeah, triangular almost. almost yeah, yeah. Like, Leo's got the normal looking head. And, yeah, he's got the handsome head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I, I like the. I mean, obviously, we all know from day one, each turtle's got a different personality, mm-hmm. and so, and I, I do like the fact that because I remember seeing an interview that Seth Rogen said, out of the name Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the area that's been explored the least is the teenage part, and I wanted, I wanted to try to play upon that. And I was like, you know what? That's a good point. He, he does do that in this movie. Very much like, so. Like, like heavily. Like, yeah. And yeah, I, I would agree. I would say the only other one that did it this close was probably the 2012. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's quite definitely. Well, because um, they get into like but, video games and comic yeah. books and all that stuff in yeah. the in the cartoon uh, show. Yeah. It, so. it, they're geared much younger. You have Greg Sipes. You have... Uh, uh, obviously, I'd, I'd say that Rob Paulson. He's doing a kid voice. You yeah, know, he's obviously way older. But I'm just yeah. saying, you know. But they're they're very like they're very more, you know, uh, Sean Atkins like lo- kid more kid voices, more kid like voices for them. And in this, they straight up just hired teenagers, teenagers. to play them. There's like, literally like, just teenagers voicing these turtles uh, uh, characters. And yeah. honestly, they work well together. Um, mm-hmm. I saw that they had. There's a lot of stuff. That is just improv. Like the there's a few moments where they're it's like it's it's either a nerve 
like they're in trouble or something like that. Like one time Splinter catches them and they're all just kind of talking over each other. Mm-hmm. And then another time, like they're being uh, asked a question or something and they just, you know, but they, they made it sound like those moments where they just like, all right, y'all just argue. And they would right. just, record that argument back and forth and then they would just animate the argument and put that in the movie so like some of this is genuine just teenager banter and back and forth and stuff like that and i just think that's kind of more of a genuine aspect to what a teenager would be acting like in those situations yeah 100 percent. and they you kind of have like those same old song type arguments and stuff they have with their dad yeah you know it's like he said this like a million times you know like they they very much hit on all on that aspect of it you know and there's not a whole lot of ninjaing in this like at all not really um which you know there's no shredder so makes sense uh which they might which they will definitely explore later What's it gonna be? What's so disappointed? Well, we t- I've, so, I've, I've I've expressed this to, we, to you and to other people yes. before, but we'll we'll get to that towards the end of this because yeah. I have some theories about that. So and, and we'll get to. It. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked this movie. I Mitch. did like the movie, and it really like it, other than the Shredder part, and then just Splinter. I didn't really like that character either. Yeah, and also maybe the ending. I'm getting ahead of myself, anyways. But yes, yeah. overall the movie I. 10 out of 10 well maybe not 10 out of 10 but I would definitely go back and watch this thing again highly recommend it to people yeah yeah lots of people in this lots of people in this you had John Cena you had Maya Rudolph uh, you had uh, Giancarlo oh, Giancarlo Esposito at the beginning is back to Stockman oh yeah I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I didn't know I didn't he had didn't like four lines so you know you barely got to hear him <laughs> yeah Jackie Chan Ice Cube Paul Rudd Post mm-hmm. Malone uh, yeah, and Hannibal Burris. Wait, so. who was Post Malone? Post Malone was one of the mutants. I can't remember who it was, but he was one of the mutants. Huh? Uh, I I, I want to say that he was like maybe Scumbug. <laughs> yeah, that would be the worst. I don't know. I think He's he like, like, hey, Post Malone, <laughs> give me your best. <laughs> but Post Malone, I'm gonna look it up right now. Post Malone was. I mean, I think all the mutant animals were were somebody. Yeah. Because uh, I think even my Rudolph. Oh, he was Ray Fillet. Okay. Ray Flay. Okay. Because he's always trying to sing. Yeah, that's, that's right. it makes that sense because he's always yeah. singing and whatnot. Trying to sing. That's, that's good. That. Ray, stop trying to sing. <laughs> Dang, man. <laughs> I do like that um, uh, Superfly was uh, Ice Cube as mm-hmm. well. I thought that was pretty good. Yep. Yep. That was good. And, you know, again, this this show, this this movie diverges from the, the norm of the uh TMNT origins a little bit. Uh you have your basics there that all are the same, but they take their different stances. You, they de-aged April, um just like in the 2012 show. So oh, yeah. she's more more mm. of a a colleague than like an upper, you know, than than like a an older, I don't know. Yeah, she doesn't like, work at a uh, news station. She's right. a high school student who wants to be a news reporter. Right. Yeah. So, so more of a more of a more of an appear than a than a than a I don't know, a is she an authority? I don't know. I guess she's not, but whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, it, authority or, or uh, adult figure, guardian it, figure, it's, whatever. It's the typical thing you do with April now. You just kind of age her down so that it's more of a peer to the rest of the turtles mm. when you're retelling the story. It's same same with Rise. Rise is about the same way, and like every other of those shorts that we talked about earlier, the Nickelodeon shorts, there she's de-aged in all of them and is about the same age as the turtles. So that's just how they worked them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie design-wise is beautifully ugly. That is how I describe that's it. That's a great way to describe and, it. And it's because it's very deliberately an ugly design for everything. Uh, probably the prettiest designs are the turtles themselves. Like they are the ones that look like the least grotesque. You're not wrong, dude, because <laughs> like, even the people look like some of the people that they got their face smashed with a brick or they're something. All, they're just ugly. They're all malformed. All their none of their eyes line up. You know, it's like mm. it's like the only one that does is like April. She has like a normal face. Like that's like it. Like that's, that's true. like she has like a very like like uh, symmetrical face, which I know sounds weird to say that that's abnormal for the rest of this, <laughs> but it is. Everyone has an asymmetrical, it's something cracked yeah. face. It's weird. It's like a Picasso painting and, or something. And it works for the for the design of the show or the design of this movie because it's well, very. And, and to be fair, like the whole motif, and it, this is something that's always been a thing with the turtles because they always got to dress in disguise before they can leave the sewers. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, when Splinter was young and the turtles were still babies, 
he thought maybe I can bring these kids out to the world, brings them out, and they're all like freaks. You know, well, first people are like, oh, it's a costume, and they realize it's real skin, and they all just, you know, call them freaks and monsters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so maybe as the viewer, we're supposed to view these people as monsters. That's why they're all so freaky looking, except mm-hmm. for April, who's the only one to actually show kindness to the turtles. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, only after they say, and she even says, she's like, if y'all didn't just save my scooter, I might have freaked out of, against <laughs> you. But, you know, because you guys did return my scooter and everything, you know, you guys are good guys and everything. Right. So, yeah. Uh, which sets up the whole, like, uh, idea of, like, the of the show of the of the movie mm. just like if we save the city from this super fly dude that everybody's fearing and everything then maybe they'll be able to accept us they will the whole, be heroes the whole theme in the movie is acceptance mm-hmm. um which is you know they're, they're again it's that it's that teenage thing and they, they do a very good job of like highlighting that these turtles want to be accepted by humanity essentially yeah they're trapped in the sewer with their rat dad and they tried to go up into the normal world before and it didn't work out for mm-hmm. uh the brief time that they were there uh you know because it's a giant rat man and his uh tiny turtle babies <laughs> it didn't really work out <clears throat> um yeah so and you know maybe if it was like a nicer town than new york it could have like worked out a little bit better. possibly but, but you know you, know, uh, you see a Five foot tall if, rat walking towards you. If I saw a five foot tall rat, now if he wasn't being aggressive, I'd probably just be like, "What? What the and like, heck?" And, and like, I'd be like, I wouldn't like treat it like a human, which would be bad, you know. But yeah. I, but I, it would be like, I don't know if I'd immediately start like it starts hissing at me. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. You know, if it's showing like, displays of aggression, that's a different right. story. But if it's but, just standing there, and of course in Splinter's situation, he's like smiling and waving at people. Yeah, right. Like yeah. I would be like. Hello. If, if, that, if I saw a giant rat man and I, I would stop and I'd be terrified, but then it did like wave at me, I'd just be kind of like, okay. <laughs> Hello. Um, Do you speak? <laughs> yeah, it's like I'd probably try to start communicating. Yeah. I, I would, but to be fair, it is the you know it is Kentucky. Yeah. We got you know yeah. Wendigos and stuff like that. Right, here, that's right? true. Yeah, so. I'm not. Yeah, if I, if it was a goat man, oh, it's yeah, all. Yeah. I know. We're being I, on I know. Sight goat I man. know about the goat man. <laughs> <laughs> I know about him. Like. Oh, trust the goat man, guys. Don't trust the goat. There's a there's a goat man legend here in Louisville. I don't know if you guys know mm-hmm. about that, but I'm you know it's not a big one. <laughs> like, I wish we had a better one. Like like Mothman's way cooler. Oh yeah, we don't have Mothman. No, they already took the moth, so we gotta take we, the goat. We do have the Kentucky Goblins though. That one's pretty good. Yeah, because that's yeah. that's the origin of Little Green Men. That article. So mm, when that was originally done, okay. they, they, there's an old story of I don't know why I'm getting into this, uh, <laughs> but it, there's an old story about this cabin out in the woods getting attacked by these go- these green goblin creatures or whatever, and like it's posited that it was an alien encounter, and uh, the paper uh, described them as little green men, and that's the first instance of a newspaper describing aliens as little green men. Mm. So and that was in the backwoods of Kentucky. So Didn't I know that? Yeah, it's probably all fake, but whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like I'm I'm harsh on that stuff now, but oh. you know what the government came out and said aliens are real anyways, so maybe it's it true. true. Yeah, but maybe it is true. No one ever followed up on that. Nah, <laughs> just we like, just like whatever guys, we got more important things right now. <laughs> we got other stuff to do. <laughs> we got other things. I got team and T to watch. That's right. Uh, uh, the comedy in this is very good. Sure. Uh, I, yeah. I I like the comedy in this a lot. I love Raph's rage problems, and they just sort of like like let him unleash when Mm -hmm. he goes, and he's like super smiling when he gets to do it. Well, yeah, he's just he's he's happy to to be able to go out and rage out, man. And I mean, that's a very Raphael Mm -hmm. type of of personality. That's why I I like I like the fact that they played up everybody. (sighs) Maybe not so much Donatello. No, they ruined Don. Yeah, they don't don't ruin ruin him. him, But they they. Did not make they him don't, techie. They don't give him any. They don't give him anything to do in this movie. Yeah, he doesn't get it. Like he's got a big stick. Every TMNT story has the moment where they need to do the techie thing, and Donnie walks over and does the techie thing. It never happens. See, in this and thing. I think we even <laughs> talked about it after the movie. It it could have been something so simple because yeah. they all have smartphones. They all have smartphones, and yes. so it's like. Where, uh, who's paying for this plant? They right. don't need to pay for a plant. Donatello built his own satellite, mm-hmm. and it could have been something yeah. so quick yeah. to to show it. his to show his yeah. tech ability yeah. and to also explain the smartphones. Just them on the smartphone, and all of a sudden something goes wrong. Like, hey, Donnie, something's wrong with the service again. And then he walks over, tinkers with a little machine a little bit. Right, yeah. How's that? All right, it's good. And then yeah. bam, Boom. he's got tech stuff. We explain the smartphones. Mm-hmm. We can move on from here. Boom. That's it. That's yeah. all you needed. That's all it, it is. It, it, there's a lot of reliance on already knowing 
knowing the lore of TMNT in this a lot of the times. Yeah. Uh, apart from Leo, who's the leader, and they do a good job of him being this young, like, trying to be leader type thing. But they're all kind of ganging up on him, and that, like... That doesn't feel right to me. I don't know. As like, teenagers, like, yeah. I would say it, so. The it, one that's trying to does. be the golden boy. Yes. They're always good. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do, nerd? Yeah. You know, like that. They don't. They, they're all like, again, it's it's they, they removed some stuff here. And so you don't have the responsibility angle of it. Mm. So they're just kids. And, you know, he's trying to be like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that, guys. You know, and like that's that's all it is. If there's not the the ninja honor attached to this thing because there is no Hamato clan. Yeah. That's, that's another Uh, aspect I didn't like about this is that they've completely removed any type of Oriental aspect. I mean, Mm. Splinter is a a rat, just a New York rat. Turtles are just turtles found in the sewer. There's, Mm. which they always were to be fair. That's true. Uh, That's true. But like the whole Oriental ninjutsu master, that mm -hmm. always came from something from something with Japanese culture, whether it was in the original comic and also in um, the cartoon where it was Hamato Yoshi had a pet rat. And I know this is ridiculous, Mm -hmm. but the pet rat saw Hamato Yoshi do his ninja skills. And then when he got transformed into Splinter taught Mm -hmm. that to the turtles or whether it's the cartoon version where it's Hamato Yoshi escaping from uh, the shredder to New York. Uh, Shredder follows him. He runs into the sewers, gets exposed to mutagen, which then he touches a rat, turns him into Splinter. And then, of course, he's Hamato Yoshi, so he teaches the turtles all of his ninjas. That all makes sense. My preferred is that he is Hamato Yoshi. That's fine. That's always either either one works. But yeah. then you have the Michael Bay movies, and then this one where in the Michael Bay movies they found out some books in the sewer. Yep. And in this one, they watch YouTube videos to be Ninja Masters. I'm yep. like, ah, <laughs> come on, guys. Like, can we have something a little bit more closely related than just like movies and books? Hence why I like Hamato Yoshi being Splinter <laughs> because like it's firsthand yeah. teachings. Totally you know? fine. So the 2012 cartoon did that. Uh, uh, there, there's some stuff in other ones that did, the original did it. You know, the original cartoon did it. I mean, it. we could just it, it. It works better just because you have an actual ninja master teaching yes. them ninja things, not the pet rat of the ninja master <laughs> teaching them things. Because to me, that's just as absurd as learning it off of YouTube. Like the rat just mimicked. Yeah, well, he was. Like, he like, was. Like, it was like, like getting firsthand like, lessons like, and everything. Like, you know? why did the rat have the the brain capacity to do moves? It doesn't make any sense. Well, he was a smart but rat. Again, it's comics. It's Fine. I know, I know. Saying, I'm but, not saying that that's. A, and I know, and I was, I was actually talking to uh, Stephen about this the other night, and just, yeah. I was like, you know, it just doesn't make sense. It's like, Mitch, you're talking about mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Like, yeah. it's none of it makes sense. Yeah. It's not none of it. Yeah. It doesn't line up here. And I'm like, all right, that's a good point. But for but. me, removing the Hamato <clears throat> clan from the Turtles removes a lot of story that the turtles have two and, things and that's a problem for two me, things so. that have always been such an interesting aspect of the ninja turtles one it is this new york city lifestyle it's underground you get to see the glim and the glamour but there's all this grittiness underneath of it and then two, the oriental mystic japanese side yeah and we are definitely going to get the new york grittiness mm-hmm. but where is this mystic japanese stuff going to be coming into right because yeah. no one has any can other than shredder mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. and, and we don't even know for sure if he's got any type of Japanese. Yeah. He's just called the Shredder. We don't know if his name's Orokusaki or right. anything of that sort. We right. don't know anything about it. So. About you don't think they'd change that, would you? Oh, wait, they changed a lot of stuff. <laughs> I really thought, I, I told you this too, but at the very beginning. You did. I was terrified for it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very beginning of the movie, uh, they bust in Baxter Stockman's little makeshift laboratory, and there's a little baby superfly. Yeah. And all these TCRI uh, military goons come in, and they're like, "Where's the Where's the subject?" And they're looking around, they can't find him. And this one big burly guy, he, he's designed, he's huge shoulders, and yeah. he's, he's designed different than Spe- all the other specifically ones. Specifically designed. Yeah. Very and, clearly you, character. Like, you yeah. know he's going to have more lines than any of the uh, of these other soldiers. Mm-hmm. And he comes up over here to this one little corner of the room, and Superfly just jumps up on his face and scratches it all up, and then he runs off. And mm-hmm. in my mind, as soon as I saw that, 
I was like, please don't tell me he's going to be Shredder. <laughs> because it's exactly how it happened in the comics. Splin- I didn't even make that connection. Splinter that gets broken yeah. out of his cage. He yeah. scars Orokusaki's face and runs off uh, away from him. Yep. And I was like, no, I don't. Ah. But in my mind, I was like, how is that going to make? How is he going to hate the turtles? Right. Because Superfly, but Superfly. Uh, yeah. I, I was. Just, he would just, if that were the case, he would just generically hate mutants. I guess that that's true. Be, that that's be, true. I think yeah. that's how it would work. In the brain of whoever is thinking that, that is not what we get, though. Thank no, thank, not. thank the Lord. That, that guy is just some rando He's, TCRI agent who now has an eye patch. That's Which it. Could be. I said it could be Bishop. Like if you're gonna, it's do a possibility. It, yeah, if we, if we, and that'd be fine because mm-hmm. he like ah mutants, uh, aliens, yeah. and he's always like against stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're working for Maya Rudolph's character, Cynthia Utram. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> like so, I don't think that'll just be a reference. Uh, I mean, she's got so. blue hair. Yeah, I know. Right? Come on. Yeah. Well, you know. Just Tumblr. <laughs> That's just okay. the Tumblr influence. <laughs> but Utroniums like, have like blue and pink hair. Like yeah, she's yeah, a yeah. she's a Neutronium. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I mean, like let me look at look look at April's design. It's very geared towards the Tumblr. You're crowd. not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. But yes, yeah. that she's totally an Utronium yes. in this situation. Yes, definitely, hundred uh, percent is definitely going to be a Krang of some type. So, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I always like the the differences of the Utrom and the Krang, and or just like how. Krang is just a neutron, but sometimes he's not, and then sometimes no, he's not a neutron. Yeah, well, like is is Krang not a neutron? Neutroniums are yeah. uh, the they got the they look like elves. Yeah, they're just little pointy ears. The Krang is. Uh, See, I, I'm thinking the twenty. I'm thinking the two thousand three uh, cartoon because uh, yeah. the brains are called the Utroms in that. So, see, yeah, that's yeah. So let's see I, here. Isn't the Utrom? I thought the Utroms were the brains, but you know, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm just crazy, but no, yeah, the Utrams are the brain people, right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Then, what, then who are the? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but. well, uh, there is some. Uh, okay, now I'm I'm gonna have to do my own <laughs> do research your own here. Research there. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so like obviously gonna have a Utram, gonna have a brain in her chest there, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think it's a good little 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 match for the for the sequels and everything because there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie, but it's very basically run for the idea that the turtles are trying to stop Superfly to gain acceptance by the humans so that they can live up in the human world, mm-hmm. and so we get some mafia fighting and stuff like that, uh, and TCRI is kind of searching for them and stuff, so it it it's interesting. Uh, I, what where where do we go from here um the so i mean i just we're, we're i kind of all over the place well i mean okay so i will say this much i thought the uh mutanimals even though i thought that oh yeah i didn't even think it really was the mutanimals wasn't it yeah what? <laughs> it really was the mutanimals like the whole bad the the superfly group yeah yeah so, i mean that that yeah. was definitely but i mean superfly obviously discrimination was the big bad guy of the movie you know right. don't hate people that are different than you cuz that's what superfly's biggest problem was he hated mm-hmm. people because they hated him yep. and so on and so forth but um yep and he wanted to destroy the world uh and very mir- mir- mirrored the splinter aspects of it cuz splinter doesn't you know he fears people and he doesn't want the kids to uh, you know, like, like, you know, he doesn't want them going up and to meet people, obviously, because <laughs> they're gonna cause, milk you. They're gonna milk you. <laughs> Which <laughs> they will. I really, you. I still don't like the splinter, even though it's Jackie Chan. <laughs> I still don't like him. But that was just such a he, great moment he when he gets when he breaks. So they capture the turtles and they are starting to milk, <laughs> milk them, them of, their, of their blood or whatever. And yeah. he breaks in, breaks into CCRI, <laughs> and they're all hooked up to the machine. And he's like, "Look, I told you, I knew they were gonna <laughs> like, milk." What is that machine? Yeah. What is that machine? What is that? What are they milking you? I told you. <laughs> I told you they're gonna milk you. It's just, oh uh, my gosh! Very, very silly and funny. Uh, yes, but that, but that is the best splinter part because, like, the movie. I'm like pretty much as uh, I'm pretty much like aspiring to the idea that we're not going to get like splinter being an awesome martial artist type of situation. We, we got a little bit of and that. We do yeah. And I was I was thinking we weren't gonna get that. And then when he showed up at TCRI, I was like. I'm just here to get the boys. I'm like, okay, this is the moment he goes full martial arts master. And it was a good scene. It just would have been better if they kept it in the dark that he was, you know, the rat of Hamato Yoshi or Hamato Yoshi himself. Mm -hmm. Because then we get a whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, which we could still get. He could still just be an unreliable narrator. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? No, you're not wrong. It's possible that that's what happens. Like, well, you know, so, so like what? So maybe that it turns out that he was a rat, pet rat or something. Of Hamato Yoshi. That escaped and, or something like and that. And when he sees Shredder, he remembers and stuff like that. Like, I think that might be the case for like a sequel. You know okay. what I mean? You, you could rework it because this is supposed to be. He, here's Here's the thing about this movie that I like is that it is a contained story of acceptance. Um, but then they sequel bait. So it's not quite a contained story. That's and and it so it's kinda like eh, like ugh, you know. My biggest thing that I have with this is the ending. Yeah, actually. exactly. Which we'll we'll get to that. Which we don't have to spoil the whole thing plot for plot anyway, because they're trying to find Superfly. They find out that Superfly is a is a mutant, and he has a bunch of mutant friends, which are you know a mutant family, as it were. It's Bebop and Rocksteady, who shouldn't have been in this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, they they served no purpose in this movie it's as just, Bebop and Rocksteady. They're just it's. I know those guys. It, basically, yep. they, they served no purpose as those characters in this. If they teamed up with Superfly in the last fight, that would have made more sense to me. Then they then they're in their they're specifically in their thing. Are you still looking for Utron? I kind of am that, a little can bit. Can you stop looking? I'm for sorry. That, I'm that so alien? sorry. Okay. So we can engage in this conversation. I'm together. listening. I'm listening. <laughs> so like, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we have uh, like if they teamed up with Superfly at the end, I think that would have made them more poignant to being bebop and rock sure like they it could have been a a turning point where all the mutant animals are like maybe we should be good guys yeah and then you know i don't know bebop and rock steady are kind of on the fence and then superfly maybe says something about living well and they're like you know what let's go ahead and do that yeah and then you know superfly gets all you know caught up in his own ideas and somehow betrays them too and then they're just kind of lost and then you could put pick them up in the second movie Shredder. where Shredder's looking for some muscle, mm-hmm. maybe someone with some experience working with the turtles. Yeah. These guys have that experience. Right. So it'd have been good. Well that's probably what we're gonna see something like that probably happen in the second movie where maybe all the turtles go yeah. out with the mutanimals well, and Yeah. And I, we'll get to that towards the end of it. I, I kinda have an idea of what they're gonna do in the sequel for a lot of that, which is a little annoying given this ending. Uh because the ending is sort of like fine if it's a contained story, but it's not going to be. No. It's going to be one of many. Uh, which I'm not we, even a fan of it if it's which, a contained story, to which, be honest. Which we have a fix for the ending, honestly. Yeah, we, we do. We have ending for this. I, I think so. Uh, me too. Uh, but no, so we have, you got Wingnut, you got Mondo Gecko, and, mm-hmm. the, and the idea of all those characters like not being evil, that makes sense to me. Wingnut was never really an evil guy. Not necessarily. Ray Filet was never really. Uh, Leatherneck has been both. In a lot of ways, uh, Leatherhead. Leatherhead, sorry. And yeah, um, leather. It's gone both ways, but more recent iterations, Leatherhead's been more of a um, of a uh, a good guy. Yeah, friend of the turtles. Typically, Mikey. That's like yes, a lot of the. That's that's typically the thing. Um, for some reason, got a women, woman's voice, but it's not. I don't know. It, yeah, it's not a woman. It's that, also Australian also too. Australian, not Bayou, not Creole, which is a little bit weird. That was just strange. But, I don't. But you know, whatever. I guess that's fine. Um, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, just we. It's some odd casting choices on that one. Indeed. Uh, you know, Genghis Frog is there, but it's just Genghis Frog, not the rest of the frog. Yeah, no, I just so, need the one. You know, which it's got Hannibal Burris, which I think would be great if they brought in all of the the. Gang- like all the frogs, like Napoleon Bonafrog, and, mm-hmm. and they were all just like comedians. Like, ah, oh, that would be <laughs> so cool. Like, you had, uh, you know, like like uh, Hannibal Burris. You had uh, uh, Eric Andre, mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> it's like it's just like they're all the frogs. That would be really cool. That'd be fun. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Because you'd be paying a lot of money to get Dave Chappelle out there, though. Yes, you'd be paying a lot of money to get Dave Chappelle to do anything because mm-hmm. he can do whatever he wants. Yep. Uh, that said, uh, Genghis Frog does nothing in this whole movie. Um, I barely. I forgot he was there until I looked up who was like playing people. And I'm like, oh yeah, he was the little frog. He did with the things. Axe. That's he right. He actually did. He actually was there. I completely forgot. Paul Rudd is Mondo Gecko, which mm. is a good casting. Yeah. Um, he of course has always been like buddies with Mikey. That's always been his thing. Is that he starts off as a bad guy and then they kind of wean him off the whole bad thing. Mm-hmm. That's literally his entire gimmick, even in the original cartoons. So. Oh yeah. No, so. he's like just some kid who had a pet gecko got exposed to the mutant gen. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, I'm, I'm a rebel. I'm, uh, I'm getting away from society and all this. And then, you know, Mikey befriends him and teaches him to be more radical, radical dude. Bro. Now, like, I, like it was funny. Probably my one of my favorite adaptations of him 
not design wise, was uh, the 2012 show because he was voiced by the original Michelangelo, and I thought that was fun. Oh <laughs> <So> yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. Like, there we go. That's cool. Um, but yeah, uh, they all turn on Superfly. Superfly becomes a giant monstrosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, becomes a big super mutant. Got horses for legs. <laughs> Got horses for legs. I don't even need them horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two funny. horses. <laughs> Two horses. I don't even I don't need, need those. I don't even need them horses. That's fine. Because <laughs> they they get a hold of the TCRI like anti mutagen. Anti mutagen. Yeah. yeah. You see the the very beginning when they're raiding Stockman's uh, uh, home lab. That's right. I forgot about that. It made no sense to me. When yeah, you were just that. like, where do these come from? Well, like, not, not that. Just the, the fact that they had them, like it just like someone like it was just a it was like a piece of writing that wasn't there uh, that they that they forgot about because they they go in it's like lock and load. These will make sure the mutants will you know they'll do, do and then they go in there and the commander's first order is don't shoot. We need <laughs> yeah. them alive. I'm like you just said that the whole point of this is that it demutagenizes them. Isn't like, that what you, you mean, want? You mean don't shoot? Shoot all of them and make them not mutants anymore. More. What are you talking about? That's like, very true. Like, that's exactly what you said. Yeah, that was weird. It was like that was a rewrite that somebody missed. Somebody messed that like, one up. I yeah. hate it when like when like 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 cliche lines get into. Well, and it was moments later, like yeah. literally, yeah, like moments. make mo- lock and load, guys. This is a thing we're using, but it's like they the original scene was just guns, and they just put that in there because yeah. well, we need a part where we have to establish these anti-mutant guns we can bring in later but then they left that line in and it makes no sense <laughs> yeah. to not shoot we like, need it alive it's like it w- no shoot absolutely <laughs> shoot that's the reason you that's why you guys came here that's why you have the anti-mutagen guns what are you <laughs> yeah. doing you should have net guns then if you didn't want to shoot it yeah. what are you doing ridiculous anyway uh, yeah it's, it was just funny it's like that, that, that tripped me up at the beginning anyway uh, they found me anti-mutagen and guns and they have to do a whole thing but I did like the parts uh, it's it's very good thematically about being accepted by you know by, by humanity yes because they have the revelation uh, just before yeah, that that the human humanity is not going to trust them right mm-hmm. they're they're being shown as like being part of the problem of this giant mutant crushing through everything oh and, like, they the, wanted the to news, milk them at the, the one news, point time yeah and the news cycle is like oh there's, there's they're jay jonah jameson yeah, them yeah. yeah and like these mutants and they're just standing there in the middle of times square and they're just kind of like like what do we do about yeah, this? yeah should and, we even do this anymore and, guys and, and leo's like we got to do that it's not about being accepted He's like we're doing it for it's, the wrong reasons it's, guys it's, for, it's the right thing to do this mm-hmm. it's not about being accepted which is great until they get everything they want at the end. I know. And it's, like, it's not quite right, guys. It shouldn't have been that because the whole theme is that they, they they have this idea that this this incor- like not incorrect because it's okay to want to be accepted, but there sure. there's a theme of of like they're doing the good thing for the selfish reason, yeah. you know, um, which again isn't inherently bad. But it can lead to doing the wrong thing uh, in in the long run because you're just trying to have that you're, you're you're trying to be accepted. You're not actually trying to do the good thing. You know what I mean? It's the 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 cause yeah. is outweighing the the mor- the morality. Which you know, like like you said, they came to that revelation when Superfly was wrecking downtown, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, we need to not yeah. do this for the fame. We need to do this because it's yeah. right." Yeah. But then, yeah, like you said, they get everything they want. They get the acceptance. Yeah. They get love and adoration from from yeah. people in general <laughs> right. so and th- they have the same uh mirrored thing which i liked with splinter because he was keeping them like kind of like you know isolated from humanity mm-hmm. obviously even though they liked humanity and splinter has a good moment where he finds their human clothes that they've been like stealing basically yeah. to like hey one day maybe we'll be up and you know up you know get get to be human or get to live up with humans or whatever. So Splinter like finds that and he doesn't punish them. He's like, I brought the human world to you. Yeah. It's like like this really cringy moment of like a dad trying to be, trying to be cool cool, with his kids. Yeah. Which, but it's, it's nice that they gave that viewpoint that he's not like, you know, he's not. He's, he's not, not your stereotypical. He's not punishing. Dad. Yeah, he yeah. would be like, "I told you, I, no surface, no surface yeah. world stuff. How dare you bring that here?" He's like, "No, like, I, you want to be part of? Like, I, but you, I can't let you go out there. But They're I can kill bring it you. To you. They'll, they'll milk they'll you. They'll milk you. <laughs> but I can bring it to you. So like, you have that difference of like Superfly who wants to literally destroy all of humanity, and everybody else is kind of like, I don't." I really want that, but <laughs> yeah. they're going along with it because they haven't really gone with anything else. And when they're presented with an idea of it, 
you know, like they they fight back. They realize, no, I don't want to kill humanity. This mm-hmm. is wrong, you know. And then you have that really good moment of Superfly like talking to Splinter, like, "Aren't you like me? Don't you hate humans?" It's like you know. And then he has that revelation. That like, was a great moment. This when he, is what I've been doing to the kids. Where all the mute animals and they're all pushing up against him, pushing yeah. Superfly up against the wall. Yeah. And he's like, "I don't know what you're doing. I'm just trying. You just need to do what I say, yeah. and I'll keep you safe." Yeah. And then that moment, he, Splinter has that, and oh. he real quick goes through his mind and everything yeah and it's like oh man i am the bad guy I'm here the so, bad guy you know oh. I, I, that was a really good moment it was uh, yeah you know for the fact that i still don't like that splinter but still <laughs> but for this splinter for that good, splinter good, it was so good and like you said there still could be a redemption maybe mm-hmm. in this next movie they're gonna yeah. be like okay you know what guys i used to, used to be a ninjutsu's uh pet rat right so yeah. Uh, it it irritates me that they're gonna have to go in that direction if, if they, they do even it. do it. I don't, I don't. I don't think they will. To be honest, yeah, maybe I think they're gonna take the Michael Bay route. And like we run it online. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, but yeah, so they stop uh, Superfly by getting the anti mutagen into his uh, blowhole blowhole because he's mixed with a whale. And a bunch of other meat. I mean, he was in the he was in the Hudson Bay. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. all there's all kinds of weird stuff that's in there. Weird and then he goes stuff. into the Bronx Zoo, and then he just he gets yeah. everything pretty yeah. much at one point. It all just merges to him or whatever. And they save the and they save the uh, they save the city. April like goes on Channel Six and like gets in front <laughs> confronts her tiny little. Uh, 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 I we don't story think we I don't, I don't think we talked about that, did we? No, we didn't talk. So about she, she you know she's trying to be a reporter. She's trying to be you know a, a serious person. But she had her one chance when she was in uh, in her high school on her school news channel. She was given something, yep. and she froze up and puked everywhere. Then just vomited all over the place. <laughs> and then she was known as Puke Girl. There yep. was right people writing on her locker and all kinds of yep. stuff. And then she has a chance. You know, downtown's being destroyed. News reporters are giving a bunch of misinformation. So April takes it upon herself. goes goes up there. She's ready to do it. sits down. She freezes up again. But then she composes herself and gets. Gives the proper description about what's going on. The turtles are trying to save New York, so on and so forth. Yeah. And then proceeds to throw up all over the place again. But <laughs> yeah. she still got it she out. She got it out. She, she did got, it. Yeah. yeah. She, she, she made a step forward. She made a step forward. She got it all out. It was good. Uh, but that was <laughs> got the, it all out and then some. And then some. I got it all. Out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after that, they they saved the world. Uh, all the mutant animals get together on, in, in the in the sewer. They're going to need a bigger sewer. In, including Bebop and Rocksteady, who are just good guys now. They're it's just like, going right, to be okay sure. with it, I why, guess. I, why are these characters here if they're not going to be the characters? I don't get it. Like That's why like, I, I, I got a I, feeling they're going to be bad guys the next one. I they're going to turn on them. I don't understand like why they're those characters when you have all these other ones and, like... Like, why? It doesn't make sense to me. Anyway. You could have uh, even introduced them. They could have been two goons in TCRI who's just, like, right? goofing off. And then right? maybe at the end they got fired yeah. or something yeah. like that. And then, like, yeah. the shredder kind of, hey, you're looking for some, I'm looking for some people who have experience it, fighting mutants. Yeah. All right, well, you guys got experience Anything. fighting mutants. Come on in. Tons you know? of things you could do about yeah. it. Like, tons of things. But, you know, it, 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 it was, it, it was interesting. The ending was very uh, controversial, let's say, mm. uh, for a lot of people. I think for a contained story, them getting what they wanted is fine, but not me. It's just like like the the idea that they had this revelation. They're doing it for the wrong reasons. They're not doing it for the acceptance, but then they get the acceptance anyway. Yes. So it's like it it's not it doesn't quite jive with the whole theme exactly and. What would have been nice? This would have been better. So they basically they get to go to high school. Yes, which is something they've all been dreaming about since the beginning. They even romanticize it like a third of the way through in the movie or something like that. So they get to go to high school. Everybody's accepting of them. They're like the superheroes of freaking high school, man. Mm -hmm. And and it's like all this big happy ending or whatever. And it's just like they get to go to prom. They go to prom. They're dressed up. All that stuff. And it's just not quite right (laughs) because like they got everything they wanted. If this was the end of the story, sure, whatever, I can be fine with that, right? Sure. Um, but end, of, end of a trilogy, okay, maybe. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if if the whole theme is that, and they get to that point, because that's the end goal. Yes. You now have the end goal, but then you sequel baited. Yep. So what would be a better ending is what we came up with in the parking lot of the theater mm-hmm. yep. was that just ten minutes of conversation. We're like, wow, this is a hundred times better. This is way better. This is, this is way better. So what happens is you have this moment where like they're gonna like they they pack a lunch. Like all the meat animals are down there. Like they pack a lunch. They're going out, and it's like, all right, have fun at prom. And they say that, and they go, and then 
they're just watching April's prom. Yeah. And that's like all they, they're doing. They, they talk because April, April didn't want to go to the prom. They right, talk yeah. her into going. Yeah. And then they're just kind of like, yeah. they're just there kind of like yeah. experiencing it on the outside, yeah. watching it, like kind of romanticizing a little bit. Man, but it like, been nice to making, go in there. Yeah. You know, and making like, sure April's having like, a good time, all that like, stuff. You think, you think anybody will accept us? And they kind of like go like, well, some people seem to. April does. You know, April like, seems cool. May, maybe someday we will. And then. Like a kid. A group of kids like something. sees them. And they go, hey. You're the turtles, and, and then they they jump. Come on down. It's like a group of outcast kids or whatever. Yep. And they jump down there, and it's Casey and oh, Zach, cool. yeah. and Kino, yes. and like all the other human humans who are very accepting. That yeah. You, that, that you have, and like they're like, yeah. So my name's Zach. What's up, man? And like they like have like their little friend group that they have. Mm-hmm. So you have a little bit of acceptance, but not wholly. So now I would have even something to accept, I would have even know, been so, okay if they would be like. You know, you're the ones that saved New York City. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, kind of. And then before they even have a chance to respond, yeah. one of the other kids busts open the doors like, hey, guys, the turtles are out here. Yeah. And all the kids, because that's always yeah. been the underlying theme of almost yeah. any type of story of acceptance. Adults yeah. suck. And they all, they all, they don't, they, they judge too quickly. Yeah. And kids are very accepting. Yeah. And so like, well, kids are the, very dumb. They're dumb. <laughs> exactly, fine. But they don't know any better. Yeah. And so like, innocent. They, they come out and they're like, hey, guys, these are the heroes of New York. Yeah. And all, Maybe the DJ's like, ah, and he takes off running. Yeah. But all the kids come out and they're like, how am I? You're my hero. I love you, Rath. Oh, Donnie, you're so smart. You know, all the kids are accepting of the kid, of of the turtles. Right. And so, like, they have this acceptance. A little bit. Exactly. But it's not on this grand scheme because now, What are they going to do? Are they going to get an apartment in New York City now? Here's what's going to happen in this, and this this is what irritates me. What are they going to do? Like you said, they 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 have accepted. There's no reason for them to live in the sewers now. No, there's no reason for them to live in the they sewers. They don't need to hide. They don't need to hide. They're heroes. They're, they're literally heroes. They're Everyone's accepting school. of them. So it's 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 a little bit irritating because like what they're going to have to do, and this is what they're going to do in the sequel. Mark my words, Mitch. This is what they're mm, okay, going to do. Okay, okay. There's going to be another mutant attack on New York. And everybody's gonna mistrust mutants again. Yeah, yeah. And everything's gonna revert back. And then Shredder's gonna use this to do it. The, I, I'm 100. Well, that's. that's what's I, gonna I think you're gonna have to reset. And, yeah. And it's and well, I don't want to see a reset. Yeah. Just, just, just to no, they're not thing. gonna they're not gonna reboot. They're, yeah. You're you're probably right. Yeah. They're gonna reset the, the the placement of the characters, which is like it's like Korra season two, where they have to like drag all of her growth back down to zero, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to get it back to a point. And it's like, why'd you do that? She had her growth moments. <laughs> yeah. We can do other stuff. We don't need to drag her all the way back. No, no, no. Well, you know, this one they right. have to bring them back down because yeah. they, they have the things that they want. There exactly. is no other than Shredder coming in, but then yeah. like all of New York City loves you and. Why right. would they want the? Sh- why yeah. would they be behind the shredder? And yeah, so now you right. have it. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. At Shredder's all. either going to be some massive bounty hunter or some like egotistical hunter who's right. only hunt like Craven almost type right. of thing. Yeah, you know, it's going to be one of those. He two wants p- to hunt mutants because I need challenge. Exactly. I so am the Saki, you know, the the foot, the Saki clan. So so who who would be the big bad mutant to change yeah. everyone's? I don't know. I'm just saying like, or it would be framed on mutants or something like. Okay. That. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Like, like, Maybe because like, there's a couple other mutants who have. Haven't quite, yeah, you know, joined the mutanimals or whatever. Maybe exactly. Superfly didn't find him just yet or something. Yeah. Maybe Mutagen Man. Just make Mutagen oh, Man. Oh, you know, well, that's like, a good one, yeah. You know, maybe Mutagen Man happens. Now, you could go full out and just go, like, apocalyptic on New York type of thing and, like, a giant mutin- mutagen bomb goes off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have, like, half people are mutants. Then you have a whole new conflict. That might be interesting. Yeah. They, um, they kind of explored something like that in the, uh, in, the comic, in, in the comics. Yeah, so that might be interesting. So you have a whole, like, section of New York that's, like, kind of, like, matched off. That's, like, mutant New York. Something to that degree. I don't know if that's what they do. But to me, it just seems like they're going to have to, like, reset them back to being not accepted anymore and they had to re-grab that acceptance ring so which again our idea would have been better where they have a little bit of acceptance yeah but they don't have it completely when so. the entire city of <laughs> new york new york uh, accepts you yeah i just uh you're fine you're fine you don't have to work in this you don't have to be in the sewers anymore yeah you don't have to be ninjas <laughs> yeah. you don't have to be anything well, even, even leonardo he's wearing khakis yeah. at the end of the movie yeah. it's like what do yeah. you Wait, you're not a you're not a teenager. You're yeah. not a mutant. You're not a ninja. It, what is this? They they joined up. They 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 jumped into the teenage aspect so much that they basically eroded 
all of the other parts of them. Yeah, they're not really like they are mutants, but they're not mutants anymore. They're accepted. They're ninjas, but they're not ninjas. They don't have to hide. Like they're teenagers and they're turtles, and that's about it. <laughs> like, 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 and even the turtles part doesn't really matter because they're accepted as people. So. They're just teenagers. That's mm-hmm. all they are. They jumped too far into that aspect <laughs> of it, and now they've gone too far. You got to bring it back. So um, that those are my criticisms of the movie. I still think it's a good movie. Um, yeah, it's a good adaptation of Turtles. Uh, the comedy is really good. The art design is very good. Action scenes are fun. Um, there's not enough differentiation of the other turtles, in my opinion, like you said. Like, they don't all have their moment, which most turtles things, every turtle gets their moment. Mm-hmm. And they don't have that here. They don't have, like, each character getting their moment. April gets her moment. I'm just uh, mostly... Leo gets his moment. But Raph doesn't really get his moment. Uh, well, he has a little rage out moment, yeah, but Donnie gets nothing. Donnie gets no. absolutely nothing in this movie. Which he actually needed something he, because he's... We're, we're, you have a, you have an anti-mutagen bomb. Make him make it. Other than the very end when we have this post credit scene where he is he just points to these kids on this uh, yeah, stoop, stoop yeah. and he's like, finally, my people, and they're all just click-clacking on keyboards. Yeah. That's the only inclination yeah. we know that he's some type of techie, techie nerd guy. guy. You yeah, know, that's exactly. about it. That's it. So, so yeah, it's 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 weak. He doesn't really have a moment. Mikey is the his his character, but he doesn't get to do much of anything. No, like, he's he's just there. He's just there. He's so. really just kind of the little brother. He doesn't really yeah. have this party mentality aspect right. to him. I, yeah. I don't know. They they all seem to act a little more Michelangelo, mm-hmm. and Michelangelo just acted i mean he just acted like the rest of them i guess there wasn't really too much of a difference there right uh that said when they talked they had good personalities because raf was more of a bully than most uh you know uh, donnie was nerdy when he spoke even though he didn't do any techie stuff uh in his entire movie um and uh you know mikey did have like the yo dudes that whole aspect to him but they all needed their moments, in my opinion. There were just missed opportunities for, for this movie, but I still think it's a good movie. I still think it's uh, worth your time to go see. I think the art design's great, the animation is great, and uh, and the, the writing is really good. Uh, the comedy's good. The writing is good. The themes are good. Uh, go check it out and uh, watch this movie and let me know if you like it. Personally, I'm a bit offended that people enjoy this movie, because a lot of people are enjoying this movie, that don't like Rise, and that (laughs) bothers me, because this movie is so Rise in so many ways. There's a lot of similarities. I will will agree with you on that after watching the first few episodes. And it's not as good as Rise, so I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Uh, but yeah, again, Rise there is There better very, be some immaculate episodes coming what, in that show, what, sir. What you have to understand is that Rise is very akin to the original series. It's a comedy show. Like, that's the thing. It's not supposed to be serious action. It's not supposed to be darker like the 2012 show. It's very much a callback to the 1987 TMNT show. No, well, 1988. 90, 90, 97 was, 80, was like... Was like Dark it was like it was like semi dark in a way, but ninety eight uh, eighty eight was very much like uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna was, say the eighty way, way com way more comedy. Yeah, eighty eight's so. the Rob Paulson's as Raphael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that whole thing. So you know, it it works. Um, it it, and I liked it. And I, I I'll watch a sequel and see if they like erot, erot some of the stuff from from before. I think they'll probably bring in somehow Hamato Yoshi into it because that's a lot of story. The they, I mean, I guess like, they don't have to. They don't have man. to, but it leaves a lot of things away from the turtles. The Hamato Yoshi clan, the Hamato clan, that's their family. That's their lineage. There's a whole thing you do with that. And well, it, even in and, the new comics, they've they've really dived into it yeah. by like this whole reincarnation. Like mm-hmm. Splinter is a rat, but he yeah. is actually the reincarnation of Hamato Yoshi, who was mm-hmm. ruthless, ruthlessly killed and his four sons by right. Orokusaki. And it just right. so happens his four sons were reborn in the turtles' right. bodies. And they, you know, there, there's there's some 
lineage there. Reborn Hamato stuff, eh? Mm -hmm. There might be something that has something about that in there. I mean, anyway, but um, again, like, like it would be nice if they somehow wrote the Hamato stuff into the sequel. And maybe the sequel will be freaking amazing if they make it. I don't even know if they're going to make it or not, but it's, it's doing what it did well in theaters. I know it. Uh, I think it doubled its budget. I'm about to say, uh, I, I think it was a 70 million, and it's already made 140 about million. 140 million. It's still in theaters, and it's got streaming now, so it'll probably do pretty well. It'll probably do well enough to to get it in there. So, uh, you know, Elementals took a while to get to to make its money back, and it did it. So, which yeah, is really weird. is that really weird? <laughs> I mean, but it made its money back though, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, okay. it, it's, just, it's just very odd that it like it just stayed steady for a while. Like it had a terrible opening weekend. And then just people kept going to see it. It never had that slide to, off. And to be like, fair, yeah, all right. To yeah. be fair, yeah, it is a very pretty looking it's very anime. Pretty. I, it's very pretty. Pixar is nice, so you know Pixar does good movies. They've never put out like a terrible movie. Well, Monsters University is pretty awful. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Like, I mean, I, like I, I didn't think it was awful. I didn't think it was good at all <laughs> that's fair i guess I mean, like good dinosaur is not great either you know it's kind of a bad movie good dinosaur yeah that one's not good what is that yeah it's the it's the the dinosaur that has the pet cave boy it's not good yeah yeah not good yeah it's not it's not good it's not i a good movie. i watched that one <laughs> yeah. it was not, not good a, it's not a good movie but you know like luca and turning red and onward and soul they're fine, mm-hmm. but they've been fine for a while. <laughs> so it's like I needed something that was good, and so Elementals probably falls in that you know line of things. But yeah. we'll see. I haven't watched it yet, so maybe I'll give it a watch now that it's like you know made its money back. So maybe this will make it. It'll be a big hit. People just keep going to see this team and team movie. And I mean, people it's, will love it. They've already taken it out of uh, theaters, but yeah, it's N- well, uh, it's still in theaters. Oh, but, that's right, it but is. It, still- but it's also on digital, so yes. So, oh, did you find it? Finally, finally? I'm yeah. sorry, Brandon. I couldn't it? give up on it. What's he, the, what? It's neutrino oh, is neutrino. the one I think of. I would have known that. Well, yeah. I'm just a big dummy. <laughs> yeah. So I guess at one, uh, maybe there is some iteration where they are both. Uh-huh. But yeah, Krang is Utrom, right. and uh, well, that's the thing. I thought yeah. Cindy was the other uh, neutrino here, but yeah, no. um, Zach and uh, well, just uh, so far, I found Zach. But yeah. neutrinos are the aliens who were hunting yes. Krang in the eighty-seven or eighty-eight uh, yeah. cartoon. Yeah, and I think that's what they kind of kept going with in the new would, series too. I so. would imagine so. Like neutrinos would actually probably be a good addition to this uh world because we haven't had the neutrinos since the original eighty eight cartoon, right? No, they were in the um within the twenty twelve. Two I I at least know for a fact they were in two thousand threes. Were they? Yes. I it, don't remember in, that at in, all. It was the one it was the seasons we don't like. So Oh, in the future. Oh, the yeah. future seasons. Okay. That's that's when that's they show up. That's why I don't remember them. <laughs> yeah. in, fla- in fast forward, yes, it's bad. It's not good. It's not good. Yeah, it, that, that 2003 is yeah. a solid series yeah. up until they go into the future. Up until they do the future stuff, and then it's just like yeah. woof. And that's... then back to the sewers is actually good again. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Then it just it's, it's over after that, that's pretty good, much. That's but... a good final season. But yeah, so we got to talk about all these other turtle shows, Mitch. Dude, you know, I mean, I'd like to. Try to go back through and revisit some of them, but other than that, yeah, I'm down, man. Absolutely, we could do a whole episode. Obviously, I need to revisit them a little bit myself because I'm sitting here mixing neutrinos up with utrons and whatnot. Don't make no sense. What am I doing? Oh my gosh! Don't make no sense, bro. Uh, But yeah, we'll see all that stuff. This has been. Mitch, thank you for being on. Hey, anytime, it. man. Especially when we're talking turtles. I Tur- love turtles. Turtles. It's the turtles. <laughs> the turtles. It's the turtles. That's another thing. One more thing. <laughs> Freaking Bebop has yeah. shoulder pads with yeah. turtles on them. Yeah. The whole reason he did that in the 80s because he's like, I'm hunting turtles. I'm hunting and, turtles. And now it's like, you're yeah. living with them. You're in the yeah. sewers. Like, yeah. at least take your shoulder pads off, bro. Like, nah, you're, man. It'd be like me walking around with like too, scalps on my shoulders or something. I don't know. It's, it's too good. They're too good. Of, to, <laughs> they're too really, good of shoulder pads. They really know? work well, guys. They, I don't know what you're t- going to tell you about. Well, I like them. Anyway, but that's this has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at destinationcomics.com slash DNN. You can check us out at Destination Comics. No, sorry. AnimationDestination.com. I had a brain fart there. One of those places. And on Facebook and Instagram at Animation Destination. But that's it, Mitch. That's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Stay tuned.
for listening. D-N-N.